Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your pirate host, Seth Milo, who's taken over the show slightly violently and kicked Thatch off to not have allergies anymore. And I am here today with two other members of me crew. First of all, we've got the lovely, fluffiest, whimsicottest of them all. Hello. Ahoy, mateys. Yar, that's what I like to hear. You're Yar. welcome aboard the crew. <laughs> and to keep us from getting scurvy, we've got our citrus fruit, the wonderful Sublime <laughs> Manic. Are you ready for me? I am ready. Ah, Yar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have fun here. We scurvy. Have fun here. Nobody <laughs> wants do. scurvy. That's true. No, no scurvy. That's why we have sublimes, yeah. little limes, small ones, like key limes. Like key lime, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it took me until now to get that joke. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's why I, I had to make sure. So, anyway, we are the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that our fearless leader came up with in 2007. We talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to how Pokemon pirates work and everything in between. So... That is us. That's the quick intro. That's the situation. So what have you guys been up to? We'll just kind of have a little uh, vamp Ooh. session now that it's just the three of us and no principal in the room with us. So <laughs> what have y'all been up to? I think it's going to be no surprise. I have been playing Tears of the Kingdom. What? Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. I need to. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I was very patient yesterday. I actually ordered an actual physical copy. I did not Ew. pre-order it. Like, oh, on you're the very Australian patient. Show yeah. and stuff like that. Yes. And since I, I had been slacking off on my writing for a few days, it came while I was actually writing. And I actually <laughs> left the package, like, wrapped for what? another three hours as I finished <gasps> writing. And then had dinner, and then I finally started playing. I felt like I was like like a Zen monk level of, of <laughs> Iron Will or something. That's yeah. some sitting under a cold waterfall. Truly, level. I was proud of myself. I work yeah. from home Friday, so I was like, uh, "Is my email not showing anything?" Okay, I'm playing. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very nice. Mm. It was the same thing with me. That That's why I was writing at like four in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I, I worked a ton on Thursday just so that I could have a few free hours on, on 
on Friday to play. That's awesome. And I guess in Pokemon, I also got three shinies on the same day before Tears of the Kingdom came in. Yeah, on my lunch break, I went down to Area Zero and I found a Corviknight. And then I found... Hmm, what else did I find? I don't remember the second one, but... Oh, yeah, it was the fourth shiny Venomoth. Oh, wow. I wanted a Slitherwing. No, fourth blue Venomoth. It's still a moth. I mean, I like it, but I don't need four of them. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I, I left Area Zero and I started walking around. And wouldn't you know it, a perfectly white toad school showed up. Ooh. And I was like, okay, we are, we are closing the game here. It can't get any better. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-mm. How about you, Sublime, other than, you know, Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, well, I guess there's something we have in common. Uh, we started our third campaign of PTU together. Heck yeah, we did. Yeah, that's been great. (laughs) That's been awesome. I'm having fun with it, even though I slightly broke the rules on one of my Pokemon. I'm just so happy not to have to run it anymore. (laughs) 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 You did an amazing job, though. I will say that. Thank you. And Linian's doing an awesome job with this one. It's it's a good time. We're having fun. I love this system so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought Paris would be good, you know? Other than I like mean, Legends Arceus level Paris. I mean, exactly. there was that one time in Ubers a hundred years ago or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with permanent rain and <laughs> yeah. it just being immortal. Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's about it, really. If Tears of the Kingdom has been eating that much time, that that makes sense. Mm-mm. So, I, that's I'm so scared to. <laughs> I would say something, but spoilers for you, spoilers for the oh. listeners. Not everyone oh, has no. picked it up yet, so I'm just gonna oh, say it took good. something that Don't was great. Like that was basically how do you improve upon perfection? Nintendo found a way. That's all I'm gonna say. You Mm-mm-mm. you make it more perfecter. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to pick it up. I guess you make it slightly more refined in many ways i feel like this is a play on words that i'm going to find out more about well it also is actually now that i think about it (laughs) it was also just me like trying as i usually do to reach for a word that means seven different things at once (laughs) and like landing slightly off to the side I swear, if I get in there and there's still, like, Sheikah Bomb and Sheikah Magnet, but then there's all of a sudden, like, Sheikah Refinery, I will never forgive you. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Nothing like that. So it's not that blatant of a play on words. No, no, I, I guess I was trying to say it <laughs> feels both a little more polished and a little more grown up. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I think okay. all I'll say is... Breath of the Wild rewarded creativity a lot. Uh-huh. I think they took that and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. I'm so excited. Uh, I'll have to be a while, though. I've got a lot. Of, I've got a big project after we finish. Recording. I know. I'm like, I might play this evening. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm swapping out my kitchen sink after this because it really needs to go. Oh. And then... I can finally sit down and do that, but who knows how long that project's going to take. Well, you got to pick your next kitchen sink then, right? That's fun. Oh, yeah. I've been Mm -mm -mm. sitting on the one that I'm going to be putting in for several months now, but I first had to get an electrician to come out and wire a garbage disposal to the place because I didn't have one. 
you can tell we're in our 30s because we're talking about right? replacing a kitchen sink. Home ownership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it finally feels like Thatch is on the show with us. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on my basement and I got a lot of dust everywhere. <clears throat> but no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was sweeping dust yesterday. Yep. Yeah, Gotta I'll do that. Later. I get to drill a hole in a stainless steel sink because it doesn't have one for an air gap, and that's required for my state code. Why it doesn't come oh. with one, I don't know, but oh. I'm doing it myself. Fun. Uh, yeah, so it'll be fun. And then I'll play Tears of the Kingdom. And I need to play more Pokemon stuff, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Other things have gotten in the way. I'm getting a new AC system next week. I'm going to wow. get a new hot water tank pretty soon after. Blah, blah, blah. Yay, house things. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> I feel so old. Yeah, you gotta add some trebuchets to your castle. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're the king of your castle. <laughs> I am the king of my, I am the lord of my small one-acre plot of land. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Although the replacement of my front lawn with all clover has been going spectacularly. There's just clover everywhere, and my Aww. neighbors probably hate me. But, oh well. Sorry, guys, if you listen to the Pokemon podcast. I don't think any of my neighbors do, but hello. <laughs> it's me, the crazy guy who didn't mow his lawn for four months. We do need a clover Pokemon. We don't have one, right? Yeah. I um, That would be fun. You know, I can't think of one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That'll be one of the trivia questions. <laughs> Google it real fast. <laughs> Uh, but before we get there, I think that's a good place to call it. We've got, before I look up what a Clover Pokemon or what the closest thing is, we are going to kick it on over to the news. We'll be right back. Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. We've got a couple of things. We'll start off with just the general, like, top-level big Pokemon news. So we, on the topic of just being adult-feeling this episode, we've got sales numbers for Pokemon. <laughs> Yay! So we've got those, and Scarlet and Violet is up to 22.1 million wow. units sold. Which is, I think it puts it in fourth on the entirety of everything, um, if I remember what it looked like correctly. We don't have it sitting in front of us, but yeah, 22.1 million. It's likely that it'll overtake um, Sword and Shield relatively soon. I think the order goes red, blue, gold, silver, Sword, Shield, then Scarlet, Violet. I think mm. that's... Or as I um, actually do like to call them, um, for short, Scurvy. Scurvy. Bring it back. Yarr. Scurvy, yeah. Yes, Scurvy. <laughs> Scarlet Violet Scurvy. There's not a pirate to be seen, but it's in our hearts. Um, so Let's Go and BDSP are both out of the top-selling Switch games, and that's probably because of the jump in new Super Mario Deluxe U Deluxe Plus new Mario Super. Mm. I'm just going to say it feels correct. Yep. That's, Respectfully. That's a title that will come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I was wrong. Scar... Uh, Sword, a Swish Sword and Shield sits at fifth place in total cell sales, and Scarlet Violet sits at seventh. So I was significantly off. But regardless, no. Scarlet Violet is catching up on the others at a pace that is higher than before. It'll wow. overtake, even with all the funky glitches. I imagine, especially the with the DLC, DLC coming out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll bump it up. Definitely. 
In other general news, the next episodes of the anime are set to release on Netflix on June 23rd. And this should be the rest of the tournament and Go's finale. So you have that to look forward to in a couple of months, or rather a month and a half or so. So hooray, Netflix and anime. Woo! Yep. In specific Scarlet and Violet news, I'm just going to read this off as it was written because it's brilliant. To celebrate Mm. the release of the new Zelda game, they dressed up Chestnut as a Goron, making it a rock type, and put it into seven-star raids. That's why! (laughs) Yep. If you missed it this past weekend because you were spending quality time with another green-clad knight, it runs again this next weekend. The key to victory is debuffs. That... That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> I didn't think of that as a reason. <laughs> That's great. I'm just happy to have Chestnut because I really wanted a grass-type spiker that wasn't a piece of paper, a.k.a. Miascarada. I mean, focus sash is a thing. It is, but that means you take two hits instead of 30, like Chestnut can. Fair enough. Unless it's a bird. Yeah. Unless it's a bird, yeah. You know how you feel about birds. Me and birds. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I don't you know what it is. Em. My OU teams, the way I build OU teams, just can't handle the the flying type stab. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Uh huh. All right, we've got our color code, and it's my color again. We've got Pokemon Unite news. They've announced three new Pokemon coming to Unite in the next couple of months. Umbreon releases on the twenty fifth. Leafeon releases on June eighth, and Inteleon, you know, the other evolution, sometime <laughs> after that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there's also some kind of special EV festival mode, festival mode starting on the 25th of this month, so you can look forward to that. Hooray, EV summer, and Yoo-hoo. randomly Inteleon. I mean, it, it it fits with the naming scheme. Yeah, it does. It does. It's allowed. In in the obligatory go news segment, a reminder that this Sunday, May 21st, is Fennekin Community Day. Woo! I don't think that's I nice. Have, no, wait, maybe I do. I don't know. I should load go up. I'm not. And it's a shame, because I do love a Fennekin. Um, to my IRL friends who keep sending me raid invites, I'm sorry, I don't see it till like three hours later. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. To be fair, the game like really does notify you like 20 minutes after it happens, if you don't have no one. So. For me, it's just usually happening when I'm busy and not looking at my phone. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I know he listens to the show. I'm sorry! <laughs> Well, in TCG uh, news, um, to fight against Iono demand in Japan, Pokemon is going to be selling made-to-order boxes of Clay Burst through the Pokemon Center website for six days, shipping out in August and October. So if you need yeah. that, get into it. That has been absolutely crazy to hear about going on over there, and I can only imagine it's going to come over to this side once the set releases soon enough. Mm. Um, get your pre-orders in. And I'm really glad that they made, they didn't pull like they did with Irida, which was a real good supporter, but it was a rare. Mm-hmm. The regular, like non promo, full or secret art Iono is just an uncommon. So thank goodness for that. It's a good card. Mm-mm. It'll be a four of in a whole lot of decks. So yeah. woo. Then, All uh, right, yeah, I so, love a cheap card. I love it. Yeah. It's, and it's, it'll be, it'll be fun. It's Marnie plus N put together. In one card. Stellar. Chef kiss. So, to wrap up the kind of news portion, we've got Puckle's Poke Prediction. So, folks, which Gen 2 bug do you think will be revisited first? And to remind you, we've got 
Ariados, Ledian, Foratris, or Shuckle. Those hmm. four regional little bugs. Do you expect a regional form of those, a convergent form, a plain old evolution, or something else that we haven't thought of? Which one do you think's first? Well, what do y'all think? I think it's going to be a pair. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because Ariados and Ledian were version exclusives in Gold and Silver originally. So mm-hmm. I would really love to see them appear as version exclusives again. Well, well, they don't have to, but like as either a regional or uh, a regional with an evolution. Mm. Yeah, that's I what I'd like to see. I very, very much like that, but my theory is the complete opposite. Oh. And it is a theory based on two data points, but I can do that because Patch is not here. <laughs> and my theory is that it's going to be a convergent form of shackle. Continuing the trend of convergent forms of things that have tentacles or look like they have tentacles. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that holds that holds I mean, true. Oh my gosh, I didn't think of that. It's right there, guys. Yeah, it is. It really is. Oh my word. They they do like their memes, so Apparently. I didn't think of that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, you know. <clears throat> oh gosh, I'm feeling a sudden a sudden presence over me whimsicott two points make a line but they don't make a trend ah okay there's the spirit's gone (laughs) hi thatch somewhere thatch's ears itched (laughs) (laughs) yes all right and that pretty much it's been a little bit of a slow week for pokemon i guess they realize that everyone's going to be focused on the other nintendo title this week Mm -mm. so who knows i'm hoping that by this time next week we can all sit here and say Praise Arceus, the home update has dropped, and you can finally import your Pokemon, but we'll see. Who knows? That's just my hope. Uh, But anyway, that's enough of the news. What we're going to do now is we're going to kick ahead, kick it over, kick a, kick a, we're going to kick a ball and hope it lands in the Poke Quiz section where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So we will be right back. Gasp. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. So let's jump right into it with question number one. This one is from Tubins. So, which Pokemon has slow start as its hidden ability? Ooh. Oh. Um. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> okay, we were, I think... If neither of us knows it, we're going to have to reason it out. Yes. So, <laughs> I would say it's not a Reggie. No. Because they come in sets. Yeah, they all get the same thing. Yeah. And I will point out that the word Pokemon in this sentence is singular, not exactly. plural. Exactly. So, just that to was make my sure reasoning. That's a good point. That's a good point. That was my reasoning. 
So something that is also an ancient construct is Magirna, but I don't know if it would make sense. Did it even have a hidden ability? I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, like, any Pokemon that has this hidden ability, you've never seen it used with the hidden, with the hidden ability because it sucks. So... Yeah, no one would ever look for that, right? Like Exactly. <laughs> it's very peculiar. Okay, so um I'm just throwing my gear out there as an option if we can think of anything else. Um, and hmm. something else that has oh wait, 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 wait. A singular Pokemon, not an evolution line then. Because uh, if it was yeah, an I would assume line, it's just like a I was assuming it might be uh, like another maybe some, some sort of mythic or legendary uh yeah because if it like it would right. make a lot of mm. sense for it to be like revavroom if it was running you know on diesel rather than you know that's, that's, a, that's just weird um another yeah i mm, uh, what is uh huh. legendary or mythical that is not part of a set and i that, am not thatch and so, so I am therefore not bound by the rules. This one's free. It evolves. Oh my oh. god. Oh my god. Um, it evolves and so it loses it's Pokemon it then. singular. Um, good assumption, Whimsicott. Very but good. But it evolves and loses it. Great. There you go. Oh, so great. Oh no. It, it this could, is so much harder be, now. Look, look, look. Okay. So it could be Varum. <laughs> Because then it goes speedier when it becomes an actual engine. Or um, it could be something that um, has a reason to be slow when it's tiny. And, and then, then gets better. Yeah, there's a number of Pokemon gets, that like yeah. really go from garbage to, you know, iconic uh, when they evolve. So mm-hmm. um, I am going to need an answer here soon. Oh, gosh. Mm. Well, cat. Slowpoke. It, it, it's not, but that'd be funny. Uh, I, I want it to be. I want it to be something newer because I've never heard of it. Yeah, that's true. I feel like it has to be pretty new. Um, yeah, like Gen Eight or Nine, you know. Mm-hmm. And something that is. Um, that's why I was like, well, I know it's not Slowpoke, even though it makes so much more sense on it. That's um, less of a slow start and more of a permanent. Slow. Like, that's true. Yeah, Just exactly. slow. <laughs> So, uh, gosh, <laughs> I still, I still want to say that it's a vehicle like, um, Roly Coly well, hmm. or <laughs> I don't know why I'm so fixated uh, You know, you this. said Varum and that's as good a guess as anything I can think of. I can't think of, yeah, yeah like whatever. We're, we're just going to be here this, forever yeah, and I don't not know come all up of with the anything new, else. Yeah, so yeah we'll let's just answer that one. Locking in Varum? Yeah. Sure. That is Correct. Varum oh, wow. has the slow start hidden ability, which what does becomes it turn into? filter on Rev of Room. Wow, that is so unrelated. Why? Right? Amazing. So, so all those jokes about diesel engines starting uh-huh. slow that I've heard over my life have finally come to I had to stay real quiet. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I guess they hate Varum, right. confirmed, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or like, think of trying to rev the stupid engine. Anyway, <laughs> we are going to keep going on. I'll give you all the option here. Do you want one from anime or do you want one from video game? Video game. Video game. 
That was really quick. So this one, <laughs> it was out of desperation. Like, no, <laughs> we do not want anime That's why trivia. I gave you the We're not going to do it. I'm letting you choose. You, you get to choose. We your will fate. do bad. Yeah. So we've got the question from Decanchies. I hope I pronounced that right. What mm-hmm. are the two types that don't have a Pokemon evolve via evolutionary stone? And this is specifically the Pokemon that does the evolving, not what it evolves into. Into. Okay, so we can rule out... uh... Yeah, let me write these down. Um... Yes, okay. We can rule out fairy, normal, grass, poison, uh, water, um, fire. Fire, electric. Electric, Dark. Got your Murkrows. Ghost, ghost, Ghost. because Mysterious. Yes. We can rule out uh, Psychic and Fairy, because Gallade is a thing. Yes. We can rule out Flying, because Togetic is also a thing. Yes. Uh, and Markrow. Uh, and Markrow, um, yes. I think we are left with Ground and Rock and Fighting and Bug at this let's point. Let's see. Oh, Dragon. Um, dragon. Okay, so... Let's see. Let me write down anything. the list of types we're considering. Ground, Rock, Fighting, Dragon... Bug. Um, and fighting. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, so let's think. Uh, I feel like there must be a fighting type that evolves via stone. Um, but maybe there isn't. Mm, mm, let me think. How about um, How about bug? Is there a bug that evolves with a stone? Maybe we should think of the stones. Um, yeah. So you got your water stone, your moon stone, your fire stone, thunder stone, the leaf stone... Oh, I always gosh. felt bad for grass type because everyone else has like a cool name and then it's just here's a leaf. <laughs> but I like leaves. I do too, but it's just like it's oh, literally leaves. just a rock with a leaf imprint. I feel bad for him. That's uh, awesome. A shiny it's stone. Nice. Yeah, but that's not as fun as the other stones. They're you know, more vibrant. Mm. Um Dusk Stone, Dawn Stone. Oh, ice because nope, never mind. No ice, yeah, snorrent. Yeah. Ice we can we can rule out. Yes. Yeah, remove ice. And, Thinking of the stones uh, helped. Um, am I yes. forgetting any stones? Mm, we have shiny sun, moon. Sun, yeah, sunstone, yeah. Yep. So sun, moon, leaf, thunder, fire, water, dusk, dawn, shiny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, anything that evolves with the water st- stone is usually water and or Eevee. Um... I... Oh, wait, no, uh, no. Oh, this whole what it evolves from, not into thing is exactly, throwing me off. Exactly. Because I'm like, oh, Nido exactly. King. And I'm like, wait, no, no. Nidorino, both poisons. Exactly. Uh, but uh, they are not ground yet, are they? <laughs> Correct. That's my point. They don't become until they evolve. So they wouldn't, okay. that doesn't so remove ground from... use them to rule out ground. Yeah, yeah. This is harder than I thought it would be, right? Incredibly hard. Uh, well, we can rule out uh, steel, which I don't think we had before. We had not. Um, which steel type? Because I think now Magneton evolves with a, with a stone. Oh, yeah, they, they changed it, the, which was yeah. wise. I'm so glad they've done that. Oh, and I think uh, maybe also an ice stone now. Probopass right. does the same thing. True. Oh, that's a rock type. That's a rock type. Rule out rock. Exactly. There Great. You go. Good. We got good one. Progress. We got one. <laughs> uh, so we have bug fighting ground, ground dragon and dragon and dragon. Okay. I feel like we would I be think... able to think if there was a dragon that evolved via stone, right? 
Yeah, I, I think the same thing because there are there's a lot of a unusual of dragon them. evolution items, but it's usually like a scale, right? So like yeah, exactly the scale or the the apples or yeah, uh, it's usually so, more specific. Yeah. So I'm Let's leaning to... towards dragon being one of them. Yes, and I also can't think of a bug. Unless, uh, wait, 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 no, 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 I can rule out bug, because charge a bug. Same reasoning as the other ones, Yeah, right? ooh, these changing mechanics really throwing me off. Okay, so we are left with a choice between fighting and ground. Ground, for, or right, ground five. or fighting. Um, so, uh, Claydol is a level up evolution, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, anything else that, uh, like... Is there a groundwater type that evolves with a stone? I don't... I can't think of one. Um, um hmm. <laughs> okay. Y'all have done an incredible job narrowing it down. Well, thank you. Um, but we, we still need one more step. Mm-hmm. We are stuck. Um, okay, well, let's think of fighting <laughs> if we can't think of ground. Because I feel like fighting is a very diverse type. Um... Exactly, that's my problem. Like, we are going to forget oh, something oh, like... Oh, no, wait, no, never mind. It was another one of the, it evolves into polyrath. Doesn't help. Okay. Doesn't help. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, um, because I was thinking of weird things like fighting mixed with, like, psychic. Uh, but, you know, again, that's something that it falls into. Oh, I actually uh, have a question. Uh, do you know how... well? Never mind. I don't think it's been in a game since. I was going to think about like her brawler maybe updating the way they did Magnus. Oh. Go ahead and ask your question. Yeah, no, that's right. It it might evolve with an ice stone now. But it, has it been added in either of the new games? I don't think so. Um, no, Crabrawler is in the game. Oh, then yeah, so I would as, assume that. One. Then yeah, Crabrawler <laughs> is fighting, so it must be ground. Okay, okay. Then uh, no, wait, bug. We haven't we haven't ruled out bug. Oh, I thought we haven't ruled out. I thought we did. Okay. Um, no, I don't. You think said charge a bug no, and yeah, charge. Yeah, you did. Okay, we so did rule out bug. Ground and it has to so be ground and dragon. dragon. Unless we are very much mistaken, we might be me- we, we might be wrong. But I that's where we landed. <laughs> yes. Locking in those two. Yes. All right, Garchomp is correct. Dragon and ground both are the evolutions that don't have one that evolves from that, that typing. That took forever. That was oh, hard. You got it. That was so hard. That was fascinating to just sit and watch. That was incredible. You guys did a really good job. <laughs> All right. So moving on to question three. Y'all are doing incredible, but this question is the Pokedex question. Oh, no. Let's see. Hmm. Sublime heads or Tails. 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 All right. This one is from Sleeve the Cheddar Goblin. It's Pokemon X entry reads, It can tell how its trainer is feeling by subtle shifts in the grip on its horns. This empathetic sense lets them run as if it was one being. Who's that Pokemon? Skidoo. Or Gogurt, but it's probably Skidoo. I'm down for it. Yeah, you had that ready. Mm Mm-hmm. Locking in Skidoo? Mm Mm-hmm. That. Are you sure you're locking in Skidoo? Uh, not I mean, now that you, you said, are you sure? <laughs> that usually gives us the evolution line anyway. Are you sure you want to lock in Skido? Skidoo? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> you sure? I you guess sure? not. You're scaring me. You, yeah, I mean, he's wanna... scaring us, but it wouldn't be fair if, if he was just like... <laughs> oh. If that usually gives the line, then I'm counting it. The answer is Go-Goat. That cool. is, that is the answer you said. Okay. Like, 
<laughs> it's better at sensing instead of just feeling you. It's weird. I don't know. I, I count it. Go Goat is the answer. It's Woo! great. Hooray. So, okay. I don't like that one. We're going to go with this one. From Jay Perkett 2. <clears throat> Which three Pokemon or lines get access to both the Intimidate ability and the move Fake Out? Mm-hmm. Well, there we know one of three, them is a I certain said. kitty cat that everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's one. <laughs> they even say this is a VGC question. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so next to our um, wrestler heel cat, we might have... I think it, it's better to just think of what gets fake out and then... You I'm know, going by intimidators and then thinking if they have fake out. Yeah. So. Mm. Oh, um, wait, does it get that? I was thinking Hitmontop, uh, but I'm not sure it gets fake top? out. Uh, oh, well, I, I think it does. Because, yeah. Hmm. And it does have Intimidate, right? Right, it does. Because the tough thing with okay. Hitmontop is you have to pick between Intimidate and um, Technician. Yes, I am 90% sure it gets fake out. Y'all locking that one in? Oh, uh, let's say yes. All right, Hitmontop is the second one, the Pokemon Great. that gets, like, every priority move ever. <laughs> so, good job there. You've got one left. Okay. Mm. Incineroar from above. <laughs> Incineroar <laughs> from above. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a free one. Why not? Like I said, I'm not Thatch. Who, who Who's going to, what is it going to do? Sue me? It does share part of its typing with Hitmontop. Yeah, okay, that so sounds correct. A fighting type. Uh, so the Makuhita line it's actually doesn't a spinning get intimidate. Type. <laughs> oh, the spinning type. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so what else gets? What gets intimidate? A fighting yeah. type with intimidate. That'll get you farther than a fighting type with fake out. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Fighting types with intimidate. Oh, well, it's no. Oh, duh, for trick room. Um, Scraggy, Scrafty. Ooh. And Scrafty is the final correct answer. Like, you guys I've got all three. With that. I should know. <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> I adore Scrafty, but we haven't uh-huh. seen him in a while, so. Mm hmm. All right, so I'm going to pick this one for the base stat question and the final question of the time. You guys have gotten everyone right without a single hint without from me. Without any help whatsoever. Without official <laughs> no. submission of any hint. None, no. None at all. So this base stat question is from Ace Trainer Nova, which not fully evolved water type has the highest base attack. There's like a million water types. That's rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, physical water types. This one is often seen in internet memes for this reason. Amazing. I guess I hang out in the wrong parts of the internet because I don't know it. So. It's not fully evolved. Mm-hmm. Does it get lower when it evolves? No. Mm. Okay. I, you know, it's just the highest like that. not fully evolved water. Okay. So. Some physical water types that evolve are like Poliwhirl, Marsh Tomp, um, hmm. 
Oh, well, if we're thinking starters, Krakona, right? Like, I don't know. Do you have the hint? We should take the hint. We do have the hint. We should just take the hint. I would feel so bad cashing it in at the end if we ever got this one right. We should should use it. Yeah, especially after you gave us like 100 hints. We can just officially spend the hint. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just take that. All right. This is the first of a single evolution pokemon like it it it's basic evolves once and that's it okay so it evolves once and it is from gen one oh 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 no that doesn't well that helps but god there were a lot of water types in gen one um but were there a lot of single stage water types in gen one exactly okay so so obviously not star you uh i don't i don't think it's seal either i don't think it's psyduck no excellent progress um, um, I don't think it's Goldeen. <laughs> well, well. Goldeen, Goldeen? No. Um, it is God physical. King King. It is a physical. Yeah, that's true. You know, it leans physical. Mm, maybe <sighs> something that is in. Hmm. So we haven't excluded it being a dual type. That is true. But, uh, but, uh, so I don't think it's Slowpoke. I don't think no. it's Tentacool. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Definitely it's not. It's definitely not Horsey because Horsey then went on to evolve twice. Yeah. So. The number is 105. That is the attack stat. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. That is a Which lot. Which for reference is the same as for Alligator. Wow. Really? That's just rude. Mm-hmm. Wait, for Alligator only that has 105? Yep. They hate it. And so does this Pokemon. Why do they hate Feraligator? Like... They gave it sheer force later. It's fine. I guess. I'd be offended. (laughs) It deserves more. It deserves more. You know, that's the reason I picked this one is because I'm not Thatch and we can Feraligator bash. Mm -hmm. Poor Thatch. Mm. Poor Thatch. I thought it would be like at 120. Like, oof. No, 105. on him. I mean, it's it's just two Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They make them a lot more optimized now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So I doubt it is shelter. I I am drawing Could a blank. Could it be a fossil? Both any... of the fossils are water types. Um... Ooh, wait. Yeah. It is right. single type water. Oh, okay. oh, damn. Damn. Hmm. Yep. Single Pure type. water type, one evolution, 105 base attack from Yikes. Gen 1. Name that Pokemon. <laughs> there are uh, so few water types in Gen 1. <laughs> there, I think there is exactly one that fits like the first three criteria. Well, no. Single stage, pure water. No, there isn't. Because... It's a Gigantamax later. Oh. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. It's Krabby. It's Krabby. Krabby yeah. is correct. Krabby has 105 base That's attack, which dumb. is just That's wild. Dumb. That's insane. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> uh, so with the hint cashed in officially, y'all have swept the trivia. Excellent job. I don't know what that does to the standing. We'll have to figure that out at a later time. It. Come on. It's just We uh, had a lot of hell. <laughs> you got everyone yeah, of them we got correct. Our, like, yeah, we got like, Wait, something that sucks up the and I don't know what you're talking about. Y'all got them all correct. I don't even know. Oh, my gosh. And now I'm hungry for sushi. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> and so Oops. with that over, excellent job, guys. We are going to go ahead and kick it on over to 
the topic today, which we're talking about other things. So we'll be right back. <laughs> we have another review. This one is going to be from Spartan THX 117. Five stars, longtime listener. First, and the first time I've ever written a review for a podcast. I first started listening to your podcast when driving to meet my girlfriend on the weekends when neither of us had to work. Since then, we've moved in together and become engaged. The both of us have been playing Pokemon since we were kids, and we have both listened to your podcast when traveling or working around the house together. We may not score too well on the quiz part, but we always enjoy the topics and conversation between the hosts and guests. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for that, and congrats on the engagement. If you would like your review read on the show, leave one, and it might be read. Until then, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. And welcome back to the topic. Our topic today is evil teams. Who needs them? We all have them. They're all one of us. And just generally going over the evil teams, we thought this is a great topic because we hostile took over the episode today. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're going to hostily take over the topic by talking about the evil teams. And what we've come up with is just a list of kind of superlatives. Think of the evil teams as being like friends of yours in a high school yearbook. And we're trying to award the five superlatives that we have. Those five are, number one, most feasible plan. Who had the Hmm. actual most feasible plan to put it together? Who's getting things done? Number two, the most successful at that plan. The number third is the best style. Who had the best look? Who had the best fit? Number four is the coolest characters or leader or grunt or whatever. Whoever, like, had the coolest general thing there. And the five... The most actually villainous of the evil teams. So we're going to be breaking it down into those little sub portions. So plans. Hmm. We all have them. Who needs them? Who actually had the most potentially okay plan? So like between rocket to star, who had the best idea? Technically, very, very technically. Okay. I love it. I would, I would argue that since team star actually succeeded they do they wanted uh-huh. to stop the bullies and they did the bullies left uh-huh okay was that a play i don't know yeah are we talking feasible though mm-hmm. yeah exactly what is what is what is what is most feasible than something that actually happened so yeah that that so and this is a technicality but they they go for you know both of the first two categories if you look at it that way that's uh-huh. why I'm like, yeah. I don't think they should get both. Mm, okay. Okay, so... Most successful. Uh, let's think of some other... Think that we can immediately rule out Team Yell. Yes. They don't do... They don't have a plan. Well, actually, no. No, no, no. Their plan is just support Marnie. Well, then they are also successful. Yes. Yeah, but they didn't because Marnie's not the champion. Exactly. They're not successful. She's a gym... She's doing fine. She's doing fine. She's a gym leader, but that's not what they wanted. Mm-mm. I would say they have a very feasible plan, but they were not successful. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good, very good. So it's just rooting for your favorite. Uh, I feel like that's very feasible. Uh-huh. And I mean, they caused chaos. <laughs> In fact, rooting for your favorite is probably more feasible than ending bullying, because there will always be a new bully. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think, uh, no, yeah, um, I'm, I'm giving this one to you guys. You guys are right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. There's also the idea of like, what is what was Team Skull's plan? Just to kind of 
just be a nuisance. Yeah, I suppose be a nuisance. That there, that was arguably pretty successful, and they've got their own little city that they've taken over. I mean, they're really more of a family than mm, a yeah. I yeah. would I wouldn't say so because yeah, part of the thing they wanted to do to be a nuisance was steal people's Pokemon, and they never managed that. Okay, yeah, fair. That's very fair. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm reading through the articles and things like that, and. Like, Luzamine was a secret benefactor of Team Skull at some point, and they carried out her orders. And mm. obviously, we know Luzamine didn't quite succeed. Yeah. Whether the plans were their own or supplied to them by Luzamine, they uh, were not successful. So, I guess we can rule out Skull. Yeah. Flare, Flare I guess, was Flare close. failed. Flare failed. It was hard. close, because they did fire the weapon. But they shot a blank. It didn't wipe out all of humanity. They shot a blank. Yeah. Yep. And it yep. just crashed down yeah. and accidentally oopsie doodled. So it, it was close. And Plasma, like, they brought the king back, sort of. Plasma had, you know, they had a good start. I feel like Plasma tried, but also Plasma was misled. Like, is it Team Plasma or is it just, you know, Cyrus? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Gets his. But, uh, okay, so I will uh, say that Team Plasma has a very peculiar balance here. Team Plasma had a plan that was on a scale that was almost comparable with, uh, you know, the most over-the-top villainous teams. They wanted to change the way the world worked. They wanted Mm -hmm. to be the only ones with Pokemon. But they actually went about it in a relatively practical way. Like, they were campaigning. They were putting ideas in people's heads. So I would say, okay, we should, to be fair, maybe if we look at how feasible the plan is on like a weighted scale, because obviously like erasing the entire known universe is never going to win here. Not very feasible. No. That rules out Galactic yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Misled. Getsis and Galactus, yeah, both mislead. It's, it's very, very hard to do, but the way they go about it is not like the like it had a chance to succeed. And I think like you were saying a minute ago, this, this um, superlative, we kind of have to separate the team's goals from yeah. the hidden agenda of their leader. First of all, there's that. And yeah. second, there's like, how good was their plan compared to what they were trying to do? Because, for example, the absolute worst guys at this were like Team Aqua and Team Magma. Absolutely. Yeah. No. In terms of feasible or in terms of successful? Because, I mean, they did what they were trying. <laughs> in terms of... I think feasible. Yeah. yeah. In terms of how feasible was it to do what they wanted to do in the way that they were trying to do it? Because they wanted something and what they were about to get, if you hadn't, you know, fixed things, was essentially the destruction of the world, which was not yeah. what they wanted. Yeah. Both both um, Magma and Aqua wanted a better world, so their plans were flawed from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they would have ended up with no world at all. Exactly. So who are we thinking for... The most generally feasible. I kind of like the idea of either yell because theirs are just so simple. It's almost as like, mm-hmm. my plans of making coffee in the morning are very feasible mm-hmm. compared to um, team yeah. the annoying vegan who tries to get you to 
never eat meat again, which was Team Plasma. That stereotype, that's kind of what they were going about, like doing speeches, convincing people that the Pokemon use was wrong. That's what the team was doing. Well, then you also have Neoplasma, right? And their plan is just more upfront. Hey, we gonna like take everything and they do freeze everything, but that's not feasible. They just did it. Yeah. So I'm leaning towards yo. Yeah. Yeah. They just shifted. So I think most, I think personally, most feasible is probably just. Yeah. You're going to be a hooligan. You succeeded. It's pretty easy to be annoying. It's probably just team yell because it's like, yeah, we're going to support Marnie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like we're going to be a hooligan to support her and make it so it's easier for her to win. We we haven't we haven't mentioned Rocket, which you know it was feasible for a while. Yeah, Team Rocket's whole doesn't have a mission statement other than commit crime, profit, right? And that's very feasible and success there. Do crime. Essentially, that's that's very feasible. They were relatively successful for a while, and then a random 11-year-old wound everything, but... I mean, I'm assuming Giovanni is loaded, and I'm assuming Team, you know, like, obviously he's, you know, like, it's clearly working. That's what I was yeah. going to get into, yeah. So sure. I think we can go ahead and award most feasible to Yell. Yes. So congratulations, Team Yell. You did something. Yeah. More memorable than anything you did in the games. Exactly. <laughs> they 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 aim so low that they... If you aim low, you won't be disappointed. That's right. Uh-huh. Shoot for the ground and you'll always land on the ground. I mean, they were technically disappointed. Yeah. That's why they were not the most successful. Mm-hmm. Which is where we are now. The superlative for most successful. Hmm. And that's actually what I was going to mention was going into the rocket topic. Because mm-hmm. they are... Unlike a lot of these others, which seemed kind of like a new thing when we were playing through the game, mm-hmm. a lot of these evil or villainous or just antagonist. Yeah, antagonist is good. Yeah. If we want to use words other than evil and villain. Mm-hmm. Antagonist teams, a lot of them seem like they formed more recently. Oh, yeah. Rocket has, in the games when you were playing, has existed for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. They're established. And is so deep-seated into the affairs of Kanto at large. And Johto, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, especially if we if we start incorporating things like the manga, they had ties to the Elite Four, and the Elite Four were doing things nefariously and mm. probably tied to Rocket. They've got a whole entire game corner that just operates. And I, I threw the silly idea out in the general chat the other day of like, you know, this is corruption at the highest level. Officer Jenny just arrests. It's just a crime syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. And like the rockets that they arrest are very carefully selected and very public mm. so that it looks like the police have control when actually they don't. Yeah. Team Rocket isn't aiming for the stars the way like some of these like ambitious change the world teams are. No. It's like, hey, I just want to be evil and make money. And it's really easy to make money when you're evil. They're not going to reshape the world. They're just going to get rich. I think even if you don't reach into any supplemental material, I think there's an argument to be made that Rocket is the most successful period because it was successful for a long while. Yeah. Then you beat them. You beat them and they come back in the sequel. That's, yep, I was going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so the thing is, we never really went back I mean, to Jojo after that. Who's to say they haven't come back again? They just pop back up, yeah. R- Rainbow Rocket, Rainbow Rocket. <laughs> Rainbow Rocket even came back later. 
They're still going. Exactly. They still have blimps in my Pokemon Go game. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, Rocket is still around. They took a blow. They took a couple of blows, but heck yeah, they're still going. But they can rally back like no other team that exists. Like, good on them. They've got backups after backups after backups. Like you said, they 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 had roots. They had been there for a while. They've got like seven more Horcruxes to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So I think we can hand most successful, even though like others came real close. Like if you want to think about it, Team Galactic, if we say the most successful was like Getsis. Yeah, maybe. it's so easy to make them. Mm. Not Getsis, pardon me. Oh my gosh, Cyrus. He did, he did bind a god. Had we not been there to stop him, it would have happened. I mean, impressive, but he still didn't do what he wanted to do. And also Magma and Aqua both do accomplish what they are trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, but they did succeed. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Accomplish it, and they had to undo it. Their mission was accomplished. Like, their plans were executed. Yeah. They succeeded in the, like, in the mechanism. In the waking up the Pokemon thingy. The mechanism by which their plans would happen happened, but that in turn did not fulfill the plan, I think. So it kind of... I think ultimately... Yes, their their mechanic happened, but they were not successful in that mechanic accomplishing their goal. Yeah. I think ultimately no team really got what they wanted except for Rocket. Yeah. Except Rocket. Yeah, just money. They're the Mr. Krabs of evil teams. It's like we just want money. <laughs> money. <laughs> money, yeah. What motivates you, Giovanni? Money. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> Giovanni canonically a, a sailor <laughs> canonically pirate giovanni also they diversify oh okay so our next superlative yeah they have like a gazillion like okay you got rid of this one team rocket scheme they gonna have another scheme in another town making money too yeah they're mm-hmm. smart because they diversify that's why they're so successful yeah exactly yeah. they're grassroots they even almost recruit you at the nugget bridge exactly they have good outreach they have good like yeah Team Rocket is very successful just because they're not trying to, like, change the world. They're just trying to do them, you know? I love that for them. Yeah, just make money. Just do their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Rocket all the way, baby. Mm-mm. So now we're into the uh, more subjective superlatives that are less quantifiable. Who do y'all think has the best style of all the antagonist teams? Yeah. Ooh. I think we can go ahead and rule out Yell. Yes. That is hideous. And I, I am going to move to rule out Team Star because their whole, their whole aesthetic is unkempt. Yeah. And it's the school uniform. So yeah, they, they don't get points. I've got my uniform and it's not tucked in. Yeah. They don't get points for that. The leaders are stellar. Mm. Well, they have a fashion designer. Of course they are. <laughs> the grunts. But as a team, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the grunts are just like, yeah. I do like their sunglasses, though. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you're looking for style, flair comes to mind. That's kind of their whole vibe. That was their whole, like, thing. And they're in full suits. I love it. It is their whole thing. But I hate the color orange. Yeah. I think what's almost ironic is orange wasn't, like, in vogue at the time. They're actually more stylish today, I think, than they were when they released. Yeah. 
I was really trying to, for once, see past my hatred of warm colors and give them a, little, a couple extra points. But now that Whimsicott says it too, like, yep, nope, orange. <laughs> nope. <laughs> orange is like a bold color, and I commend them. Yeah. They have them fitted suits. Yeah. They do have flair. You see them. They look good. Yeah, but if we're doing it subjectively, it, it's not for me. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Although I will give them some points. Like, it comes close. But to us, us, the three of us, no. To me? To me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's, it's a bit of a toss-up because, honestly, I think, look. They're all so bad. <laughs> they are all ter- really, really bad. But among the bad ones... There's one that gets points for cuddliness. Cuddliness? Yeah, it, I just really like the team Magma Hoods. I was going to say that, yeah, because you're in a hoodie all day. I kind of like it. Those shoes are ugly. Those shoes are fugly. Yeah. You got to have something to walk through Magma. They all have ugly shoes. Do they? Let's look. Let's look. Oh, those are ugly. 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 Uh, I imagine the clothes are very, like, breathable UV blocking. What do you think about Neoplasma? What do y'all think about Neoplasma? Neoplasma is actually really cool. It's just night- it's just Renaissance Festival nerd knight versus ninja. No, no, no. Neoplasma. Oh, yeah. I, I was saying knights versus ninja. They look- they- they remind me a lot of uh, the aesthetic that- uh, the spies on Twilight's team have in Spy in Spy Family. Now that I'm looking at it, you know who doesn't have ugly shoes? Team Skull. Okay. Also, Flair. Flair has good shoes too. Flair. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Flair just has you know leather loafers. They're they're not bad. Yeah. All these other like ugly Crocs, and then they have like you know a a, a sensible like loafer. They also wear gloves. Honestly, Star Grunt, the star isn't that bad either, but because that's just the school uniform. Yeah, but like Team uh, Skull is basically like streetwear, which is very fashion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let me put it this way. You don't see people walking around dressed as many teams. I have seen people dressed like Team Skull regularly. (laughs) They're kind of fashion icons. Oh my God. Yes, I didn't realize. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, okay. Okay, that is fair. That is very fair. And so like if we if we start defining best style as like most popular, I guess. But what were you about to say, Whimsicott, before I accidentally just go right over what you were going to say? I I'm going to say that simple with a twist is actually good and Rainbow Rocket, honestly, not that bad. Yeah. Good old classic rocket. I kind of I do kind of dig it. But it's not anything, like, it's just, like, a black suit. Like, one piece. Yeah, like, it's a black jumpsuit. I'm essentially, I'm essentially picking the least offensive of all of them, because I, I, I don't like any of them. Yeah, I, I, actually, the more I look at Team Skull, the more I'm really vibing with it. Like, yeah, looks good. They accessorize. Yeah, that's fair. And, and you know what? Despite my aberration, the more I look at Flair, the more I'm vibing with it. Because if I could go out somewhere dressed as a flare grunt, I would be, whew, I'd be fancy. Go to a party dressed as a flare grunt and be like, hmm. Yes, and the hair is a statement, like, yes. Go to the next, go to the next TCG regional as a flare grunt and just yell at my opponent because their deck isn't beautiful and I have max rarity everything. Not full art, garbage. Not secret rare, ugh. Ugh. (laughs) 
I can't believe I have to play against... <laughs> Is that not even reverse foil? Ugh, I have the most highest standard of beauty. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think we're really mixed on this one, and it really comes down to, like, each individual style. Yeah, it's like, do you want to give it to the streetwear, or, like, to the, like, more fashion-y, like, tailored? Do you go for tailor tailoring, or for, like, streetwear? I don't know, I feel like... Let's just divide which one we think is better, and which one do we like best. Who do we? Who? Which one do each is us? Yeah. Because I think, objectively... The best one is Flare. I, I agree. I like Team Flare best. I just don't like it because of the color. Yeah, and then now, like, what what do each of the three of us like best, you think? Um, Whimsicott, you go first. I honestly don't like any of them. I said, which one do you like best? <laughs> I chose my words carefully. If I had to pick one, maybe it would be Neoplasma. Neoplasma. Okay, okay. It's clean and simple. Sublime, what do you think? Uh, it's a toss-up for me between Skull and Flare. Like, they're both so good. I think they're leagues above the rest. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a little bit of a maniac, and, uh, my, my sleeper pick is probably just Galactic, because I'm a space nerd. You know, sometimes things border on, is it fashion or is it not? And that's how I feel about Galactic. Like, sometimes those bowl cuts look really chic. Just the look, yeah. I, less the hair and more just the suit. Like, I just kind of like it. It's like, it's it's kind of neat. And I like, the, the, I'd put it on and be like, yes, I'm a spaceman. I'm going to go out and do repairs on the rocket. Yes, I'm Team Galactic. Yeah, I don't hate it. Okay. So definitely a subjective one. This one was hard. This was a harder superlative than I thought it would be. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right. So now the really hard part. Who's got the coolest people? And. Okay, fair. Any other counters? <laughs> Uh, does N count? He is a member of the team, so I would say yes. Yeah. Sure. If, if N doesn't count, if, if, if N doesn't count, um, mm, yeah. If N doesn't count, then I really, 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 really like, um, the, the top tiers of Team Aqua in Auras. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That, those, those are, are yeah, good. All those characters were cool. Mm-mm-mm. I actually want to bring up Team Star again because like their whole admin team is like really cool. And they're and they're surprisingly complex characters. Yes. Like, they're not just oh, I want to drown the world. They're like mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. They're actually good. And yeah. Archie is just silly, but I love him so much. You just like pirates. I just like pirates, sir. <laughs> I'm going to sink the world. Specifically or as Archie, not base form Archie. That's boring. Mm-mm. The madman who wears an anchor as a necklace. I love it. I will say, though, if we are looking not just to villainous teams, but to antagonists as a whole, then I'd, I don't think anyone can beat Sada and Turo, because their story is just too cool. Sada and Turo. The, the, ah. the professors in Scarlet Violet. Yeah. They're less That's true. antagonist and more just sad. Exactly. Like, if they count as antagonists... Mm, I don't know. They're, like, sexy sad, though. I mean, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Is it an antagonist though? Like they, they exactly. Um, I mean, they're technically the final boss of the game. I don't know if that they're antagonistic about it though, right? Like that's just that's just them defending the, by the coding. Like I don't know. Very good. Then uh, I, I still. It's hard. Though. It's hard. We, we, we can't exactly vote for the Paradise Protection. No, 
But you know what? There are some days where I look at the news and I feel very Team Flair. <laughs> Lysander has some points. Mm. He do have some points. I'd like to be immortal. Hit me with the Deoxys laser. I don't know. No. 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 Wipe me off when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not interested. Yeah, I mean, Team Team Star. God, like everyone in Team Star is so good. Uh, that is so. That is really good. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm going to go with you on that one. Very honestly, from down to from Penny down, even down to like the original, the grunt level. But also N. They can share because N is great as well. But also N. Mm-hmm. I think N by himself is really, really good and the coolest character. I think I completely agree. Yeah. Star has like four people that are sixty percent of one N each. <laughs> so yeah. I think I think I'm gonna go with you on on Star Sublime and I but I definitely definitely acknowledge like if we're looking at one Like there's a lot of great characters that aren't part of a team the way, you know, um Star's entire group is, but like Okay. So I think we've got kind of a kind of a vote there, like N plus Team Star. Yeah, it's like N if N if he counts, N if he doesn't. You know, it's just like you know what? Let's say there's a category for individual, but also like the group. Okay, uh-huh. N would be like the solo artist, and then Team Star has like the band. You know? Yeah, fair. And I think another thing to consider too is like there are so many different characters in all these, and there are so many ways you could regroup this. That's completely true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We might have forgotten one, so you can come at us in the emails with... I'm sure we did. ...what y'all's opinion is of if we forgot something. like If, if we were counting the anime, it's Jesse and James and Meowth forever. Oh. Obviously. Forever. <laughs> Hands down. They're the real stars we're of looking the show. At mainly, I mean, technically they're in Pokemon Yellow. True. But no, that's yeah. why I was like, you know what, I'm gonna bring them up for honorable yeah. mentions. Honorable <laughs> mentions. Fight them three times. But yeah, I like it. I think that's a good one. And so let's uh let's wrap it up with who is actually the most evil? Who had the most dastardly evil plan? I I I think I think we gotta give it to Galactic. Okay. I would give it to Cyrus, but what was Galactic like? I don't know if Galactic knew what they were doing. Galactic was trying to help Cyrus, and Cyrus wanted to wipe out the entire universe and be the god of the next universe. Galactic was support Cyrus. Yeah, highest ambition for sure. That's super evil. It is. Cyrus is a dark dude. I was thinking Getsus is up there too, though. Let me ask you what's worse. Is it worse to completely reset the universe and things that existed never existed in the first place? Or is it more evil to actively wipe out civilization other than your little club? Are you talking about Team Flare? I'm talking about Team Flare. Which is more evil? Simple reset, turning the computer off and back on again, or deleting System 32? Which is worse? I I think you are making your point in a slightly... It's an mm, odd way. ...unconfirmed way, because it's not as if the universe would have never existed if Cyrus hit the reset button. So he would have been wiping out literally... Well, if we're to aiming for scale, Team Rainbow Rocket wants to take over, like, the multiverse, right? <laughs> the multiverse, yeah. Yeah, but they don't want to destroy it. Cyrus would not they want to control only it. have killed everyone and everything in the universe, he would have even wiped the memory of it. That's true, yeah. I don't think there's anything worse than that. Well, if you wipe out the memory, 
You won't feel bad about it. You won't remember. A super Thanos snap, yeah. Yeah. But wiping out the memory is the other weird part. That's that's what my that's what my thinking was. What like if the if it never existed, is it like it's hard to wrap around and it's weird. I, I definitely agree with agree with the galactic idea though, because that's just on another level. That is using Mm-mm. the gods of creation to redo things, not just a big laser. Yeah. And I mean, like also, if if we want to really get into it. Team Flare was just them and and big big crystal laser. If something like an Arceus wanted to step in and stop it or re or undo it, they could have. Mm. Galactic bound the gods themselves. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very the, like the the creatures of creation in the Pokemon universe. The the aspect of time, space, and gravity slash antimatter. Like that's yeah. some next level some next level nefariousness and and then the that that creature has to live with the fact that it undid its creation you know aim high yeah that is Mm-mm-mm-mm. probably worse a little if dialga yeah. and palkia got mad at each other because their dimensions kept bumping into each other like in the movies imagine how they'd feel if they accidentally wiped out the entirety of everything and what kind of havoc that would cause on whatever cyrus creates i don't feel like to be that eh, you know yeah. that would be awful there would be draco meteors everywhere it would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the most evil plan. I think we've kind of come to agreement on that. Yeah, Cyrus is a dark dude. <laughs> for for one time, we can easily agree on something. Yeah, Cyrus is a cool man. I like it. I dig it. Someone should have given him a cookie, right? As a kid, you know, at least he uh, later was banished to the distortion realm, where he can be the god of his own universe. You know, I would love, what a missed opportunity. I would have loved if he came back, like, changed right. in a sequel or in some capacity. You know where he should have shown up? In Legends Arceus. Right. Exactly. And he could be, like, this zombified or, like, who knows what, right? Like, I would have liked that. Slash, still hoping for it. You never know. Like, he would have, he, he should have come out of the wormhole. And be like a, a ruined, insane version of himself, and then taken Volo's place, and then and then Volo Volo should have seen him and still chosen to go ahead with his plan. Yeah, that'd have been fun, right? Yeah, uh, he reminds me a lot of like, yeah, I I would like to see the Muse Cyrus again in some capacity, right? After he's been in the distortion realm for who knows how long, if time exists there, exactly. Yeah, I almost like how Lusamine, how you fight her. Yeah. Yeah. I want that for Cyrus. Mmm, I love that. That would be cool. So with us kind of with us kind of looking forward like that, what do we think of just like evil teams nowadays as a whole? Are they even evil anymore? They've gotten a lot less evil lately for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest shift was with Skull. That's where they really made that turn. Agree. That's where it started turning. Yeah, and I thought it was a one-off thing. Like, I thought, oh, this is the game where we're going on vacation. This Mm -hmm. is the game where everything is chill and on island time. So we don't even get a real villainous team because, actually, it's just because the real evil guy is Lusamine. Right. But then it just happened again and... And again! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and again, but in a way that, like you guys were saying, like Sada and Turo are not even evil. Yeah. So, like, no one's evil in Scarlet and Violet. No one's evil in Scarlet and Violet, which I like. No, and that's okay, but like, 
Because, like, if you think about, I don't know. You know, it's a, it's the third generation in a row without an actual evil team, and uh, it's, it's a choice. These are choices. They are. Well, I feel like in particular, Scarlet and Violet managed to have a really compelling story in spite of there not being an evil team. So, like, I don't mind if the team isn't villainous if, like, the story justifies or makes up for it. But I would really like to see a villainous team, like, with big grand plans. The thing is, I think Scarlet and Violet's story is so effective because no one is evil. It makes it even more tragic. That's very true. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a real tragedy. Like, everyone was doing their best, things went wrong, and things and people were lost. And that's why it's so compelling, I agree. You can really you can really bind to each of the characters depending on whatever like your own your own story is and there's no problem with that. Like if you identify with Cyrus, there's a therapist near you that we need to have you visit. Yeah. <laughs> but if you identify with Penny, who's the leader of Team Star, mm, I think you're supposed to. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is though In order for something like this to work, it has to be done very well. Scarlet and Violet was. uh, We'll see how it goes the next time they try it, if they do. Yeah. And um, honestly, I kind of had that mindset. Team Yell was Team Yell. They just kind of existed. They, yeah, bottom team. But Team Skull was kind of close with that whole thing. We're like, oh, it's going to exist and it has to be done well. And I think Team Skull was... The start of this, Guzma is a tragic victim of a whole lot of things. Even yeah, mm-hmm. everyone who joins Team Skull is like looking for family, essentially, right? Like even Luzamine's not bad. Yeah, and like even Luzamine, when you factor in everything, is not necessarily evil. Like she was looking for her husband, who was sucked away to an alternate dimension, and by dealing with Nihiligo, she got toxins because Nihiligo basically uses mind control with its poison which corrupted Luzamine to become the negative, antagonist, abusive parent that she was. It's not... It's a more tragic story than we've gotten of just like, I don't like anyone being alive. I mean, you can be tragic and evil, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you definitely can be. I'm not I'm not saying you can't be, but it's, it's less that yeah. you're like just bad guy that you can immediately slap a sticker on. She's a sympathetic villain, but she's still villain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah quite so. So yeah. Whereas, you know, in Sword and Shield, in Sword and Shield it just doesn't work, I don't think. Yeah, no, it's just Sword and Shield's story was fun enough, but I'd like to be the main character in a in a game. And in yeah. Scarlet <laughs> Violet, I am. What do we yeah. think of like what we've seen so far with the DLC, where it's just kind of like you're on school mm. things. I don't know that there'll be really much of a antagonist thing, but I there might be. Maybe it's just, you know, the opponents that you're facing as you're going through the tour of the little region segment or something like that but i don't know i i I don't i don't think i've seen enough to form an opinion on this yeah very true i'm i'm real hyped to get more info about those yeah i'm just hoping like i would be happy to see a return to like villainy yeah yeah that'll be fun Mm -hmm. well i think it'll happen at some point change it up you can't do what to the same thing too many times yeah in some capacity yeah I do, lo- I do love the story of Scarlet Violet, though. Like you said, Whimsicott. I adore it. I completely agree. I think it's the strongest story, period. But, yeah. even Especially with it being so different, I was worried that it would be different and bad, but it was different and very, very good. Yes. All right. 
So I think that kind of sums it up. I'm really also excited to hear everyone else's opinions on this in the mailbag next week. So what do y'all think of, you know, our superlatives, the feasible plan, successful style, coolest character, most actually evil, and just kind of the state of evil teams in general? I'd love to hear. And then, you know, tell us what you think about villain teams. Yeah. Tell us what you think about the antagonistic teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's been a, yeah, evolution. And who knows? Maybe by this time next week we'll have DLC news. No, we won't. But <laughs> no, it'd be fun. I'm excited and I'm excited to hear from you guys about that. So that'll that'll end the topic. But we've got a couple more things to go. Next, we've got our Pokemon of the episode. So we'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the week this week is National Dex number. Help me out here, Sublime. I didn't remember to look up the number. It is number... Oh, National Dex. 189. 189. It's Jumpluff. The... the uh, le- Less fluffy than Whimsicott Pokemon. <laughs> the Cottonweed Pokemon. I'm very good at this. The Cottonweed Pokemon. Yay, we got there. <laughs> What's its dex entry, Sublime? <laughs> Uh, beware its cotton spores. If you accidentally breathe them in, you'll be racked with coughs and itchiness. Yee. Yikes. Well, it's still better than the entry it has in Scarlet and Violet. That is its Violet entry. <laughs> that is its Violet entry, isn't it? Yeah, that's a Violet oh, entry. The one from the one from Scarlet is oh, terrible. Yeah, Scarlet's dark. Yeah. Jump Love travels on seasonal winds. Once its cotton spores run out, its journey ends, as does its life. Oh my word! <laughs> yep. Dark. Yep. <laughs> wow. I read that one and I was like, <gasps> "Oh no!" I am not letting my jump bluff out of the house. Apparently not. No, it's like glue the glue the spores back on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've got a team for you this week. This is a VGC team, and in last weekend's online tournament for VGC, it came in one hundred and one hundred and sixty second place. So it's got a jump luff on it, of course. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start us off, Whimsicott? Yeah, Jump Love, the only shiny that I have failed so far in Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> in new memento. I oh, it's fine. I I, I made a ton of sandwiches and I hunted for another one. I do have my pink puffball now, but that was it wasn't fun. Okay, so this Jump Love is very much alive. It's holding a covered cloak. The ability is chlorophyll. It has a Terra-type of rock, which is interesting because it does take care of several of its weaknesses. The EVs are max HP, 4 defense, 4 special defense, 36 special attack, and 212 speed with a modest nature. The moves are Tailwind, Sleep Powder, Rage Powder, and Terra Blast. So this little thing is going to come in. You're going to try to fake out it. And you're going to fail because it won't flinch because of the covered cloak. And the tailwind is going to go up. If the Torkoal is at its side, spoilers for the next of the team, um, <laughs> this little thing is going to go very, very fast. It's going to get off a tailwind. Everything's going to go even faster. And you're going to have a bad time because next turn, if it's still alive, it's going to slip powder something. Or it's going to rich powder so that... You can't hurt its friend, and 
In case it needs to attack, well, I, I guess it has Terra Blast. I, I don't think you're going to Terra this Jump Bluff. It's a support Pokemon, but the option is there, just in case. Mm -hmm. Now, someone else who has a lot of supporting moves, but also has a really strong attack, is Little Mouse Hold. It's holding a wide lens because, you know, you want to hit 10 times with Population Bomb. The ability is Technician, the Terra type is normal, because you want to hit 10 times and very hard with Population Bomb. <laughs> it has max speed, max attack, 4 HP with a jolly nature, and it has the attack Population Bomb. And then what? also Faint, Follow Me, and Taunt, which is really, really interesting. That's the fast mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -mm. That is a lot of support. I like it. Mm -mm. Faint to break through protects protect in VGC is real fun. Yes. All right. So beyond those two, we start to get into other elements of the team. Uh, spoiler time now. This is where the sun comes in. We've got Torkoal holding choice specs. Its ability is, of course, drought. Terra type is fire just to be as powerful as possible. EVs are 252 HP, 252 special attack, and four special defense just because to put it somewhere. A quiet nature for another member of this team that we'll get to shortly. And the moves are Eruption, Heat Wave, Earth Power, and Fissure. Mm. The big the big fun thing that people are all up in arms about uh. in the VGC world. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's your best option. Sometimes it's your best option. Yeah. You know, why not? Sometimes you have to roll the dice. Yeah. So that's a big, strong, fiery boy. And then we've got something else that pairs well in Sun. We've got Great Tusk holding the Focus Sash. Its ability is, of course, Protosynthesis to give it a good attack boost, I think, in... Um, yeah, it definitely is attack, of course. Attack boost in Sun. Its Terra type is Ground, and EVs are 252 attack, 4 special defense, 252 speed with a jolly nature. And it's got Earthquake, Headlong Rush, Close Combat, and Protect. Just another yeah. big, strong breaker in the sun. Yes, and so you have a lot of Pokemon on this team that are very fast because of the Tailwind, and also just, like, very fast. And then you have the slow mode. Get, mm. get you a team that can do both. Get, get you a versatile mm -hmm. team in VGC. <laughs> it's important to be adaptable. So uh, the second mode for this team leans into Trick Room instead of, uh, instead of the Tailwind, but depending on what kind of speed support you want. So we're going to have two Trick Room users. The first is an Oranguru with Mental Herb and a Sassy Nature. Also, Terra type Fire. So there you go. Um, it has 252 HP, 196 in defense and 60 in special defense for its EVs and a Sassy Nature. Oh, this must be very specific because it has an eight in its speed IVs. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that is for a very particular reason. It, it must speed creep something. I think it needs to out speed something that it needs to instruct in trick room yeah that's very likely we can't see the numbers but it would make sense while you're typing let me type this into yeah. the thing and see if that uh, makes it faster or yeah slower so it's got control. psychic encore uh love and encore trick room of course and instruct love and instruct and then uh a secondary trick room user you got options. Is Hatterene with a life orb and magic bounce. And this has the terror type of steel, uh, which is just a great defensive type. So, 
Quiet Nature, zero speed in this one, and then 252 HP, 252 special attack, and then just four in special defense. And this is an attacker for your trick room. It's got Psychic, Dazzling Gleam, Misty Terrain. Ooh. So you can set up the terrain in case people are messing with you, you know, and trick room. Yeah, because if you are um, if you are bringing the trick room mode, you probably don't have your jump left to absorb a spore or something like that. So Misty Terrain mm. will protect you from spore and other status conditions. Also, I mean, I can't imagine that um, Electric Terrain teams are as popular as Sun teams, but Mm-mm-mm-mm. it lets you get rid of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, it does. It does. You're right. Yeah, that's very good. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, that's our team pretty much. Um, big old Whimsicott, not Whimsicott, Jump Bluff support until we get Whimsicott because that's confirmed for one of the DLCs. We know that from the promo material. Yes. So This may just become that later on. And, uh, yeah, that's the team. And Jump Bluff's cool as long as it has spores because that's horribly morbid and very sad yeah. <laughs> for that Scarlet entry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so what we're going to do now, now that we've gotten through the Pokemon of the episode, we are going to hit on over to the mailbag. Well, so we will be right back with your messages. It's mail time. Send in your emails. And welcome to The Mailbag. The Mailbag is the part of the show where we read listener emails on the show. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com with your questions. And this segment, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Peg legs. Peg legs made from cows. Exactly. (laughs) We really dropped the whole pirate theme really quickly. I wanted to bring it back for a little while. Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, um, last week we asked you about the TCG, its current state, and all that kind of good stuff, because last week was our once-a-month competitive episode focused on the TCG. So we've gotten one question back on that, but in addition to that, because we know that's a little bit hard of a one to write about, we also, the week prior, had asked you about what is your Pokemon journey, and we have one email that came in a little bit late last week, and there were just so many of them that we got that we couldn't have feasibly gotten through all of them in one mailbag, so we're going to add that one in here. So we'll start off with the TCG one, which I believe is yours, Sublime, if you could start there. Yes. Hey, Puckle Crew. Um, Thanks for getting me addicted to the TCG. I bought a booster box from Troll and Toad with Puckle Pod 5. Hey, yeah, he's that code. And got a group of friends together to open it. Paired with the new structure decks, Lucario and Ampharos, it was a blast. Oh, I forgot that came out. It seems competitive Pokemon TCG revolves exclusively around decks built with a ton of EX cards. Is the traditional way of playing stage two normal Pokemon cards with one energy card per turn a thing of the past, given way to benches full of EX Pokemon? Thanks, Coffee Lock. Um, I think to answer your question, Coffee Luck, uh, EXs or whatever, the GX, whatever it is at the time, usually is the standard, but there are decks that are designed to beat those every now and again, um, because the prize math will work out better for you, right? One yeah. prize decks are very popular, uh, when they have a good one to use. Like, a few years ago, Blacephalon was excellent for quite a long time. Yeah. And as you kind of pointed out, too, um, 
coffee lock specifically uh, there that is kind of hard getting a stage two in play and getting energies like once a turn that kind of thing that's yeah it take it's very slow it's very slow compared to the big old like basic exs but exs now have to evolve a lot of the time so if you want a deck that kind of still does that kind of old school feeling one that i would recommend to you is take a look into the guard of war ex type decks because those have a lot of the regular you know, you've got a Pokemon, you evolve it, then you evolve it again. A good old, old school feeling while still being able to compete with a lot of the current decks out there. It's a really good one. It's going to get a ton better when Paldea Evolve comes out, comes out in a month or so. But another thing that you can do if you want to be really spicy, look into the GLC format, the Gym Leader Cup format. In that format, it's, if you're familiar with Magic, I guess, it's like Commander, where you can only use one of every card except energies, and they all have to be the same type Pokemon. Oh, it's a singleton. It's a singleton It's deck. a singleton one. Yeah, and they all have to be the same type. I have a grass deck, just to be silly, and uh, th- po- uh, Pokemon with rule boxes are not allowed in that format. So it's extremely popular. You might be able to find some local groups playing glc there's usually a side event at regionals that have a glc tournament and that one's actually a lot of fun so if you want some old school pokemon feeling but can use a lot of the newer cards just so long as they don't have a rule box that's something you can do good question though that was great and i'm glad you got Mm -mm. to grab a box and use the code that's yeah that's awesome any any little cost cut we can get in there and so uh, we've got another one, and this is that one talking about their Pokemon journey. And I think that one is yours, Whimsicott, if you don't mind. It is. This one is from Holly. Hello. This is my first time writing in, and I'm pretty positive I'm emailing too late. I still wanted to share my Pokemon journey with you, though, since your podcast has added to the journey. Ah, that's very cute. Aww. So um, a little peek behind the scenes. We usually record on Saturday morning, Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. So if you send your email in by Friday night, it's usually going to get in in time. Yep. But we do also have the document thing that it comes out where we have all the emails that we didn't have the chance to read. Mm-hmm. So we, we'll capture exactly. it one way or another. And we can assure you that if it's not Thatch, it's one of us. Thatch likes to read every single email that comes in. So we definitely see it. He really does. He loves that. And he loves it. He loves reading through them. It's great. So Holly says... I loved watching the Pokemon anime as a kid and was gifted yellow when I was about four years old. I resonated with Claude because I also couldn't read yet and I had no idea how to get my Pokemon out of the PC. Aww. Oh. <laughs> I learned how to read playing Pokemon too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't relate to that. Uh. <laughs> I could definitely read when I was 17. Uh, I just couldn't figure out how to get the Snorlax to move out of my path, so I didn't finish the game until years later. Oh, that's so precious. Fast forward several years to fourth grade. I got my copy of Sapphire. I was finally old enough to understand how to play the game, and I was obsessed. I probably played through it 15 times as a kid. Wow. Nice. Yeah. My passion for Pokemon was put on the back burner from middle school through early high school, and then again during college. April of 2020 came along, and I decided to get a Switch to play Animal Crossing, like absolutely no one else in that time period ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 what else could we do? Right. I was, I was curious about what current Pokemon games were like, so I downloaded Shield. That game really ignited my passion for Pokemon again. I was amazed by seeing Pokemon in the overworld and got absolutely wrecked by the Onyx in the wild area. Yeah, (laughs) I almost did that too. I started taking a lot of walks and that 
is when I found your podcast. I love listening every week and I have learned a lot from all of you. Oh, I'm not active in the Discord and I know it's too late to be on the show, but thanks for hearing my story. Oh, Holly, aka Mother Goose. Look, first of all, thank you so much for this email. Mm-hmm. And it's fine if you're not active in the Discord. Like, if you want to like stay there and lurk for a while until you get comfortable, or if you never get comfortable enough to be active, that's still fine. You're still welcome. Yeah, and um, exactly. again, this actually worked out very fine because we only had two emails this weekend. Yours was one of them, and we liked this yep. segment. So thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. We really appreciate it. Very good. Yeah. Yes. And so we'd love to hear from you guys again. If you'd like to email the show, that is pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And this week's question is just kind of what do you think of the evil teams? You can do our superlatives, superlatives that you thought of that we that you think are better, or just like where evil teams are going. What are your thoughts? We want to hear what you think of the concept of evil. Are they too soft? Things like that. So go ahead and email us. We'll read them on the show next week. So who do we think gets the green Tauros badge this time? Mm. I would give it to the person who emailed the correct week, frankly. Ah, yeah. And you know what? It, the other, uh, I know Holly said that they're not active in the Discord. So okay, if you are, definitely write us another one. This is an encouragement to write us another one. <laughs> yeah, please. We'd love to hear more. <laughs> that'll that'll do it. We would love to hear more, exactly. So we're going to go ahead and give it to Coffee Lock. So go ahead and let someone know. We'll get that little badge on your name in the Discord server. So, excellent. And with that, I've got a bunch of things that I'm contractually obligated to mention on the way out. So, as we mentioned, one of the biggest places that things happen for the Puckle Podcast group is on that Discord. You can find a link down in the show description. And that is where, you know, people hang out. You can find all of us hanging out in the voice chat or text chat and things like that just whenever. And it's where a lot of our tournaments and things like that take place. Definitely a place to be if you want to be really ingratiated in the wonderful world of the Puckle Podcast. Other things you can do is follow us on social media like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We post a lot of things there just to keep folks up to date. And you can also check us out on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. That's where we're starting to upload a lot of videos as well as each one of the shows if you would like to watch it there instead of through a podcast thing. We've got a Patreon, at which is just Puckle Podcast. If you'd like to support us that way, we appreciate every bit of that from the bottom of our hearts. And I believe those are the big parts that mm-hmm. I uh, that are in my contract to say. I don't have a contract. I'm lying. But <laughs> until next time when I hostily take over the show again, I have been Seth Vilo. I have been the fluffiest whimsicott. And I remain sublime. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.